And welcome back to another episode of Kids Experience. We're back to talk about Andor. Uh, we've, we've been out for four episodes uh, because there were other things to talk about. And, well, the show is kind of slow. But good. Good slow. Yeah, it's a bit of a slow burn, but uh, these uh, past four episodes have been... I mean, well, I mean, yeah, these past four episodes have been pretty interesting as mm-hmm. far as things go. I honestly thought I was like, oh, wait, it's still going, but like in a good way. Uh, but we're going to go through them real quick, and then we're going to give all our thoughts on the uh, show on, in general. Uh, episode, was it four or five? No, it was, I'm pretty sure episode six is the heist episode. Yes. Um, the heist episode, I remember you telling me, like, no, that's a heist, that's, that's a heist. And I'm like, well, I, I imagine it's a heist, but then like, oh, okay, I see what you mean. Like, it goes through all the... The 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 plot the I won't say plot points but like the all the classic heist uh sort of uh, shenanigans yeah and it's a uh, it's interesting because it it sets up like you know all these characters what they do their how they relate to everything and here we kind of find out a little bit more but also just establish why Cassian is the way he is even more so right. Um, the heist doesn't go as planned, like we said earlier. Um, communication issues. They're trying to get this one guy who's, like, clearly the guy in charge. Who is basic, kind of an ass, but not that much of an ass. Uh, you know, they're trying to get him to open up the safe. Well, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. you know, like, it, it, clearly there's a bit of hiccups here and there, like mm-hmm. there was like the extra guy that they didn't know about mm-hmm. that they had to kill. Um, you know, he had his family with him too, so they had to negotiate that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, a lo- lots of uh, moving parts have uh, now been added to the uh, heist, mm-hmm. and just having to like, you know, get everything sorted out. They're running, you know, they're running a little late on the schedule too, because they're like, let's go, let's go, let's go, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Also, they're all doing this under the guise of uh, an event called the Storm or Eye. The Eye. Yeah, it's it's the Eye. Um, it's like this weird uh, astronomical event. I think it's just been it's just like a meteor shower, basically. And it's goddamn beautiful. I mean, yeah, uh, but yeah, the pretty much are going to use it to escape under the cover of the Eye or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because everybody else is distracted, like including the uh, the Imperial guards, because they're like, "Eh, you can take a little break, go watch the Eye. It's mm-hmm. kind of a neat thing to do." Um, but yeah, you know, plan kind of goes a little awry, you know, stuff happens, mm. members of the team get a little axed off, but, uh, and or, and, the uh, and at least some of the guy, some of the, you know, members are able to escape. Not all of them. Not all of them. And one of them, I forget his name. He was the, uh, he's a bit of a sketchy fellow. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, I've, I've, his name started with a D, but at the moment I can't uh, figure, remember who it was. But essentially, the the big thing about it was, you know, true colors were shown today. I yeah, he was in it for the money the entire time and he didn't care much for anybody and was willing. Is pretty much tries to plan with Andor. Hey, let's just leave these guys here and make off with the money. We split it half and half, and Andor's like. No. <laughs> no, as quickly as he said that, he, he was taken out of the board. And this is what I mean by I think it establishes, like, why Andor is the way he is. 
even more so, especially when, again, like, going back to the movies, just how shitty people can be, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, it definitely reinforces his trust issues. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, heck, uh, in these past couple episodes with him, yeah, they all have a trust issue with each other. Mm-hmm. So Here, it just proves even more of the point, because, like, I didn't know I didn't notice this until you mentioned it when we were talking about it uh, before the before we started recording that he kind of let some guy get shot. Yeah, like you know, uh, one of the dudes he's like, "Cover me, all right." She's a little bit, and then immediately goes back into cover. So while the guy runs out, he has no you know cover cover from fire, and then he gets shot in the back. You know, so yeah, he's essentially like eliminating the. Eliminate all the potential uh, dudes they have to split the pot with. Mm-hmm. So that he gets a bigger, uh, pot, uh, you know, size amount of the money. Mm-hmm. Which is like, wow, dude, I thought we were all this together at least. And like, kind of also shows that like even the good people, even people who are good or generally care, uh, don't last long. Because the the young guy, the, the one with the manifesto. Yeah. Yeah, he, he ends up biting the dust. Yeah, and it's completely accidental too. And uh, they're like, do they try to save him? But they sadly can't. He just dies on the operating board. Because mm-hmm, like he, they crushed his back. But he was still wanted to. He still gave Andor his little uh, mm-hmm. book, his middle manifesto. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he was just very much like, he, you know, Andor. Maybe you're not like the best of dudes or whatever. But at least you can get to read my works. I, I think I can trust you with that. And, yeah, I think, you know, that's more or less... The episode sort of finally ends with, uh, you know, the whole Empire reacting. You know, mm-hmm. CNC, like, uh, uh, Mon Mothma with her uh, at the Senate, seeing the news. Um, and, you know, the original, you know, the buyer guy, mm-hmm. you know, like, being a little bit anxious of, like, is it going to work out? And then he gets, like, the news, like, yes, it did, it, you know... And he's like, yes, all right, everything's good to go. <laughs> yeah, and the rest of the episode, the, the next two episodes are more of, like, the aftermath and, like, of the heist, which is something I didn't think we were going to go into. Honestly, I thought after the heist it was over, but I was like, wait, we're still going? Uh, yeah, because, like, this, this series is, like, 12 episodes, and, yeah, we get the consequences of the heist, i.e., like, Cassian comes back home and tries to convince, uh... Your surrogate mother. Yeah, to like, hey, listen, I got, I got credits. We can just leave, go somewhere, like you know, and just hang out for the rest of our lives. And uh, she's very much like, yeah. At first, she's like, well, that's interesting. You know, that's pretty neat. Um, but then, like in the next morning, uh, when Cassie's like, come on, let's go, and he's like, no, I'm not going. I'm staying. Mm-hmm. You know, like my my place is here. You know, to be a rebel. And stuff, and Cassian again being very sort of no, yeah, I don't want any of this. Yeah, he's like, listen, I already like had to do this crap with the 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 armory stuff, and that went kind of sideways a little bit. But hey, I made it out. But you know, this isn't for us, right? Mm. There's no winning this. You know, he still has that bit of a pessimist angle when it comes to the rebellion stuff but she's very comic no i'm gonna stay i'm gonna resist however i can you know it's it's that's my that's my job you know and he's sort of like okay well i guess i'll go and meanwhile we're also getting uh before you continue you forget that because of the situation that he you know brought a lot of people died yeah 
and heck, and you know, again, like uh, the planet Ferrix is now fully under Imperial control. Like mm. they're just stormtrooper barracks and stuff like that. Um, so you know, it's a, it is sort of like one of those situations, you know, we're like, oh fuck, this is, this is fucked up. Yeah, and he meets back up with uh, um, six, I believe is the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she wanted to let them let know, hey, tell that dude I don't want anything to do with him. Yeah, the uh, the buyer guy. Mm. Um, as well as sort of explain like, you know, like Cassian. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, you know, so and so, you know, was the one sold you out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And to explain, like, I think it's because he thought you and I were back together. And mm-hmm. it's like, what, stupid? <laughs> I mean, you're the asshole at the end of the day, dude. I mean, yeah. I mean, what do you... <laughs> you gotta feel bad for the guy, but, yeah. you know, it, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, in between, you know, Cassian's whole thing, we have uh, Mon Mothma. Yeah, she... So, this is where I feel... It might be a make or break for some people because this is where the political side of the rebellion is coming in. She's essentially trying to get people to, you know, support her cause. Not, but not like outright say like, you know, we're part of the rebellion. It's more like, help me, you know, get, do some stuff on my side to help the quote unquote rebels. You know? Yeah, I mean, she sort of. Uh criticizes uh you know sort of like the you know the whole heist on the armory saying like hey listen that's kind of bad because now the emperor is like passing all these new regulations and all this other stuff like it's really gonna hurt people and you know our dude's just like well that's kind of the point rebellion is formed when the people are oppressed and if more people are oppressed that means more people to our side Mm -hmm. kind of thing which is sort of like a a little bit of a, you know, sacrifice some stuff in order to gain the upper hand kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's also kind of affecting her family at the same time. Well, I think more so her daughter. Because it looks like her daughter is like, just doesn't know what's like, or is assuming of stuff. Yeah, she's very much, like, yeah, she, not only is she just in that rebellion, it's teen age. But she also just does not really much care for whatever her mom does. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, it sucks because she's, she's trying her best to just be, like, a decent mom. But, like, she's like, fuck you, mom. Yeah, and it's even more so because, like, I'm, she's ma- like I said, she's making all these assumptions and stuff about her mother. When it's, ironically, she's doing this for her. Yeah, because, like, she talks to her old, uh... Her old friend. Yeah, her old friend from like school, who's like a banker. Yeah. Because her whole thing's like, I need to get, to, I need to start using more of my family wealth, mm. but I can't do that, you know, with the empire looking into things. It maybe you can help me to be a bit more discreet about it. Mm. You know, and he's like, oh yeah, I'll see what I can do, kind of thing. Uh, Remind me, does the husband know what she's doing? No, I'm pretty positive her husband does not even care. Any, I think it's implied that the husband not only doesn't care about her her politics stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he just doesn't really know about her uh, little secret uh, rebel scheming stuff. Mm. I remember that. Yeah, right, right, right. And 
aside from that, what else has been going on with the Moth Mamba? It's just essentially the the billings of helping the rebellion. Yeah, but like I think yeah, because I think her whole plot line has been more of like trying to do it from yeah that political side. I mean, yeah, she's willing to like try to help out with money wise secretly mm -hmm. but she i think her main goal is to try to do this a bit more peacefully through mm -hmm. the working trying to work through the senate and it is kind of neat to see like the inner workings of the imperial senate as uh, sort of just being like this sort of like not necessarily corrupt but more or less like well we're beholden to the emperor we really don't do much we just do what he says kind of thing mm -hmm. speaking of which uh that brings us to our other friend uh, Cyril. Cyril, who is such a sad life. Yeah, I mean, he gets, you know, he gets that job with, uh, you know, with his connections to his uncle, but he's still very much like, you know, I must find Cassian Andor, and I must make him pay for his crimes. And, you know, like... Dude, it is a weird obsession, I won't lie. Yeah, I mean, it's very uh, Holmes Moriarty, I guess. <laughs> uh, or I, yeah i guess you can say that i'm trying to think of a more uh interesting one but i can't think of the time ahead uh but yeah no it's it's almost like he's very like one obviously he doesn't like his situation right now living with his mother mm -hmm. and like just the boring desktop that he has because god damn was that when they pan out to his like it's cubicle, like yeah the, it's the space version of a desk job that's so you know sad I mean, there's no, like, cubicle walls, but it still, like, looks so, you know, boring and cold and gray, <laughs> you know? Just, like... Lifeless, no no spirit at all. This man was uh, going out there trying to catch criminals, and now he's put behind a desk, you know? Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, he starts doing some inquiries and stuff about, like, all right, I need to find this Cassian Andor. I gotta stop him. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a rebel. You know, he's broken the law. I must find justice. He's a very justice-oriented guy, you know? Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see where his story goes at the same time, because it's like, because for me, it's like, what, who who hurt you, dude? A little bit. And he also sort of mentions, like, like half the reason, like, for him, like, half the reason why Cassian got away was because there was a, like, a bit of a corruption in, in his sector, you know, with those guys, mm -hmm. as well as, like, just incompetence. So he feels more like... You know, maybe he's one of those guys that feels like, yeah, the Empire isn't doing enough. We got to find these guys. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't just be lax. We're, we're, we're uh, letting corrupt dudes just, like, hang out and stuff. Which mm -hmm. I think is a very interesting uh, character arc to go with, you know. Um, but, yeah, that's sort of uh, more or less where that episode ends. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, no, it actually ends with Andor doing, you know... Like, just, like, living out his life on this planet, being a tourist. Yeah, and then he somehow gets caught. Not because of the stuff that he's done. But because he's he, he's very paranoid Yeah. about, like, a lot of Imperial stuff. And it causes him to get noticed by some Imperial guards, thinking that he's a part of, like, some sort of rebellious actions. But he's very much like, no, 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 no you don't understand. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just very curious. I'm a tourist. I it, it got a little real there for a second. It's like, yeah. why are you sweating? Because it's hot. Yeah. Hmm. Unlikely story. <laughs> Listen, I, I, you know, he gets held up by the droid, and because of these new measures, because of the, uh, the, the heist, yeah, like all these normally misdemeanors sentences are now have like hugely like unjust sentencings. Like he gets sentenced to six years in prison for like a bunch of misdemeanors. 
Mm-hmm. A little, a little real, if you ask me. I mean, I guess. I mean, if he was on, it was like he was like on drug charges. I think that'd be too real. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it sucks for Cassian because the one thing he wanted to avoid has happened to him completely on, you know, through no fault of his own. Mm-hmm. Well, it was no fault of his own, but it was actions that he, that he had to help cause. Yeah, like. Mm-hmm realistically if that heist never happened he probably wouldn't have put you know that stuff probably wouldn't have happened to him mm-hmm. it's it, it, he's very much a victim of circumstance a lot of that has been going on with him uh because it was he was just looking for his sister he didn't mean to kill those two guys but he had to because of the way the the world is and because of that stuff now he has to you know i wouldn't say clear his name but like help you know, with with the uh, the find heist. a like find a way to like you know get off the empire's radar. Mm-hmm. You and know that's why he had to do the heist because they provided him the money he needed to do it. Because basically, he was a getaway driver. Yeah, and then because of the heist, it caused like a bunch of new rules to be implemented, and now. Because of one mistake he makes about being too paranoid, mm. it now lands him in the slammer. Yeah, and we'll get to the slammer part because that's a really interesting uh, and even more sadder note, right? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the for the most part this season has been showing you like like the the the, the thing that makes I think that makes the show for me is the fact that we're seeing like what makes people want to join the rebellion, right? The mm-hmm. inner workings of the rebellion and the causes of why, like I said earlier, the why people want to be part of the rebellion. Because you have some people who are like, like I said earlier, I'm just in it because, you know, screw the empire. And others are like, well, it's just, you know, for the cause, you know, what can, what, you know, for a better future and all that stuff. And then you have someone like Cassie who's like, I don't have a choice. Yeah, you know, circumstances have put me into having to work with you guys. I'm kind of a mercenary a little bit. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's sort of a whole spiel mm-hmm. with with Cassian. You know, sort of like circumstances have put him in this situation and he has to sort of deal with it. I mean, obviously, you know, he has resentment to the Empire, but he's very cynical about it. It's like, I mean, I don't think I can do anything, you know. But now, mm-hmm. you know, throughout all this stuff, he's sort of a been put in that scenario uh but you know like having to fight fight the empire just because he knows that like uh one mistake he's done has now led him on to this road where he has no choice but to fight um but yeah the the next episode you know has uh we follow cassian in prison was this the episode that involved that one lady who uh noted on um sin what's his name cyril cyril's uh actions um yeah the uh the imperial officer lady i believe her uh uh miro i think is her name yeah uh she's like the the one imperial officer lady who's in that uh whole security board who's like kind of like trying to prove herself mm-hmm. um yeah like she I completely forgot she she she's been having some development as well mainly in terms of like finally proving her uh whole theory case about how the rebels have been operating getting the superiors sort of like you know what yeah that's that's a good point we, we should we should follow her lead on this one you know 
So, I mean, she catches up with Ciro because mainly mm. uh, Ciro has been, you know, snooping in on Cassie and Andor stuff. And she's like, hey, listen, back off. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll use you for information just to see, you know, what is there anything new I can get from you? But seriously, back off. This is my jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. This is part of our empirical jurisdiction stuff. You back it's going to get a little weird with him later on, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, to but that's like the main plot of that is that she's essentially figuring out how all this works. And she's like hot on the trail of uh, our, our buyer guy, Luthen is his name. Mm. I looked it up. Um, you know, she's pretty much like, all right, I know, you know, we, we this guy, this buyer guy. Mm-hmm. He's the one behind all this. We got to find him, and to find him, we got to get to Cassian. Mm-hmm. You know? Speaking of which, Luthen uh, meets up with an old friend of ours. Uh, yeah, he goes out to go uh, meet with uh, Sagrera, but before that, yeah, he's very much um, like I feel like he's very much. Uh, he, there is another side plot with him in terms of like he wants to find Cassian again. Yes, because he he really liked the way he the cut of his jib, basically. Well, I mean, it's like I think it's it's I don't know, like I, no, isn't it like because he wants to make sure like Cassian doesn't know who he is? Yeah, yeah, it's that. Also, I mean, he ideally he wants him to work with him with the rebellion. But the fact that he can't, you know, he didn't come back or whatever. He yeah, just gave him like, the, the thing. Yeah. He's like, okay, um, maybe he might be a problem because he might he knows what I look like, and that might if he gets caught by the Empire, that might be bad for us. So he sends mm-hmm. uh, the two, you know, ladies, the heads of the heist, to go after him, mm-hmm. more or less, to try to find out where he is. Yeah. But yeah, you know, anyways, Luthen goes to meet Sagarera and we have a definitely poignant conversation about uh, the rebellion, basically. Because mm-hmm. Luthen is on the side of like, listen, we got to put all our differences aside. If we want to, you know, stop the Empire, all these separate groups of rebel- rebels running around has to join forces to take the Empire on. Mm-hmm. And Saw has always been like, nah, man. I'm the only one that knows how to do this right. All yeah. Right. You know, my version of the rebellion is superior to all the other rebe- other like you know rebel alliances that are starting to pop out now. Mm-hmm. You know, because one for one, it makes sense because one the the galaxy is so big. Because we talked about outer rims, uh, inner rims, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it makes sense because like. There is no one real where this is where it started. Like you've said it yourself uh, a while back in one of our episodes about it. It's like, you know, where do you say the American Revolution started? It was either Teapot, the Boston Massacre, or one of the stuff like that, right? Yeah, like you can pinpoint like where certain like groups or whatever. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't like a whole like um, spontaneous thing. Like there's probably like various groups mm. doing rebellious things and then once like full you know declaration of independence like yeah it was screwed britain all that stuff mm-hmm. that's when all these forces realize all right we have one common goal you know get get britain yeah. the hell out and it also goes along with the idea that you know with shows like rebels where the whole that's you know that gives you an idea of that side of the rebellion right and it's it, they basically tell you like no we gotta like bring them all together right because rebels 
you know, establishes the rebellion, you know, starting off with this kind of group of people and expanding into somewhere else, but it but also explains that, hey, yeah, um, there's more. And there's, there's people with different uh, ideologies, Saul Gorilla being one of them. Yeah, and he's very much like, you know, like, Luthen's trying to get him to work with this one guy so that mm-hmm. they can, like, strike another imperial like outposts and stuff because mm-hmm. they're like hey listen he has the ground capabilities you got the you got the air power if you guys work together you guys can do this like easy and saw very much like no screw that guy i don't mm-hmm. even care what he's you know i don't care for what he thinks mm-hmm. you know like my version of the rebellion my belief systems of how we should run this rebellion are superior and therefore uh, screw you <laughs> so yeah it's a very interesting conversation they have and i think it's definitely yeah like like we said like it's it's highlighting like yeah there's we're seeing like you know this network of like different rebel stuff going on but it hasn't been formula it hasn't formed together yet like they all want the same thing but they want to do it in different they want to go about it in different ways and that's sort of where Mm -hmm. the conflict between the rebels has you know come you know happened yeah and it's it's just interesting how how all that really plays out too because like when you think about it the the rebellion is so big and it's spanned so far obviously there's gonna have to be differences right Mm -hmm. but uh aside from that let's go on to the next plot point which is good old cassian and his little uh trapped in a cell yeah, he's in this, uh, you know, uh, this prison planet. Like, it's a underwater facility. They have these devices that will just stun them and, like, cause them to arrive on the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but essentially, it looks like they're working in a machinery? Yeah, they're, like, building parts for, like, stuff. They're, mm-hmm. they're like, forced labor, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get to meet sort of, like, his prison mates, one of them uh, being... Uh, Andrew Circus's character. Andy Circus. Andy, Andy. He's Circus. back. Yeah, Andy Circus. Uh, yeah, he's sort of the uh, the crew chief of their uh, little work crew. Mm-hmm. You know, like he wants them all to work right. I mean, he he cares about some of them, obviously, but he's very much like, hey, listen, don't do anything stupid, or we all get screwed. All right. We have no time for this shit. Yeah, like get get to your workstations, mm-hmm. do your stuff. I mean, I run it like a competition sort of thing. Whoever does the best gets decent meals and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, we can work efficiently. And, you know. Which makes sense. I totally get that. Yeah. But it's also, it's one of the things where, like, you're like, wait, what's going on, right? And at first you think he's kind of an asshole, but then you, like, he, then there's a conversation afterwards, right? After, like, their big, you know, oh, introduction. Where Cassian's talking to this one guy, and it sounds like he's, like, just give up hope, man. There's no getting out. But then Andy Circus's character, whose name I'm, I'm blanking out on. It's Aquino, I think. Aquino, yeah. You know, he goes up and was like, hey, cut the crap. One, don't ever think that way, basically, is what he's saying. One day at a time, right? Yeah. Sort of he's thing. very much like, no, we can get out of here. We just, gonna, yeah. Yeah, we just got to work this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we sort of get to see the, sort of the mechanics of the prison. Heck, uh, they're like sleeping cells. Like mm. the floor will like just 
Electrocute? I think it's electrocute them to death because one guy, I think, finally, I guess he just. I was gonna ask, did that dude just off himself off? I think he might have. Like he either offed himself off or he or uh, he he wanted to escape or something. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But yeah, you hear just one guy just like jump out and then like land on the floor and get like electrocuted to death, and like everybody sort of complaining just like. Hey, you know what the hell, man? God damn it! <laughs> they're more they're more concerned about like, well, this is gonna make our shifts, you know, suck now and all that stuff. Yeah, like why do you have to do that here? <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just like a very like uh, it's a conveyor belt kind of a thing, right? Where mm-hmm. uh, it's they come and go, and like they establish that. Hey, you see, I'm, you see those numbers? It'll go down as it go as your days go, but also I think it might go faster if you're more proficient. I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah, I think, I think it is sort of like the, this is the number of days of your sentence. Yeah. Kind of thing. And you're just going to have to keep seeing that and live with it. Yeah. Cause like, I'm jumping ahead, but essentially there's a point where like, what character's like, dude, you, you only got like 30 days, man. You're almost out. Yeah. Like something like that. Like, Hey, listen, all right, chillax. You're, you're almost home free. Mm-hmm. Just keep, you, you know, just keep working at it. Yeah. And essentially that's, I feel like that's where the episode really ends. Because essentially it's just establishing like what's going on for the for this essentially this story arc, mm-hmm. and in the next episode, um, do you want to start off with uh, with my man who just is not getting the hit? <laughs> uh, Cyril's plot, yeah, because in, in the next episode, um, Cyril, uh, you know, he gets promoted at his job or whatever, yeah, and he feels like it's uh, thanks to that one lady. Thanks to the, you know his, you know him being a service to the empire mm-hmm. right is what I think she said to him in, in that previous episode episode uh, yeah eight, um, but yeah pretty much he goes to like try to thank her but he's very like weird about it uh, weird is an understatement yeah it's like he's like you understand me you 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 get why I'm doing this sort of thing you know like the mm-hmm. that like you know like we have to get Cassian get Justin and stuff she's, she's, and she's very much like have you been how do you know I was here? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I, I, I just stand here and just see you come by or whatever, you know, that sort of thing. But that's not that weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's not definitely weird at all that I just occasionally show up, wait, hoping to see you. Yeah, so you know, to thank you and stuff, and, and it's very, it's very like, it, should I call the cops? <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, I could get you arrested for doing this. You know that, right? <laughs> I just, no, but, I just, but you understand me. You understand, the, you know, needs justice. We're, you, we're making him sound a lot worse. A little bit, but, but to be fair, yeah. If a guy would just wait outside, some, just to talk to some person, uh, you know, just going to their job and stuff, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Like I'm just like, uh, part of me wants to be like, bro, bro, just, let's go. It ain't worth it. That just like that. Uh, it's gonna be topical. I know that Jalik commercial, <laughs> the meme. Oh, oh, uh, that one dude who comes in is like, no, don't do it, bro. Okay, yeah, that yeah. would be me. Yeah, in this situation, if I was in there. But yeah, no, it's just a pretty, you know, just a weird moment because she's very much like, hey, listen, don't ever show up here again, or I will have you arrested. All right? Yeah, sure. You know, I, I, you know, I may have put a good word in to get you promoted or whatever, but mm. that's not, you know, that doesn't mean anything. There's nothing, but nothing between us. Just live your life. Stop looking into casting Andor. I'm taking over. I'm taking over that stuff. You you worry about living a decent life out mm. there. 
<laughs> he ain't gonna take that. He ain't gonna take that. No, I mean he's very persistent. Mm-hmm. You know, he's gonna he's gonna find Cassian, Cassian Andor till the ends of the earth. You know, mm-hmm. he's gonna search all the space. You know, it'd be funny if he lives throughout longer than Cassian, not knowing that he was actually dead. It would be kind of a funny like plot twist where yeah. it turns out like uh, he tries to find Cassian, and then only the realized he was dead. He's like, no, my life's purpose. What was I fighting for? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what, that's what it really feels like. Like 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 this man has no purpose in life. Catching Cassian is like literally his only purpose. Well, yeah, because he feels like doing so will like clear his name in a way. Like yeah, like you know, because it feels like he feels like he, he was put sorely to blame for all the stuff that happened. Yeah, uh, during that mission mm-hmm. when he was like, I'm trying to pursue. This one guy, I did it. I found him in like two days, and mm-hmm. I was this close to getting him. Yeah, and um, and Mon Mothma's uh, storyline, because essentially that's what that for her just continually trying to figure out where the, you know, where everything's coming around with with the rebels, leading into Mon Mothma, where she's trying to like like we said earlier, try to make it more, you know, not so obvious that she's like supporting the rebellion, but essentially it looks like. A you know, we're gonna have to make some deals with some people. Yeah, some shady people kind of thing. If yeah. you want to get your money stuff fixed, which she's very much again, she's a, you know, like again, she's very much like no, we can't do this shady. We have to do this in the right way, you know, like this and that. But I think it's gonna become uh, clear to her that eventually, because I mean, obviously, like eventually, she is like there at like the Rebel Alliance stuff. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff, like, like she, you know, basically eventually realizes, yeah, this is the only option we got. So that's gonna be that is a sort of interesting character development, I think that we're gonna we're gonna start seeing, as well as we also learned that the uh, the one lady, mm-hmm. um, I think I forgot her name, but you know, she was a part of the 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 heist. Uh, she's actually Mon Mothma's cousin. That's pretty funny. Yeah, she's like the cool aunt that's like, oh, I'm just like, you know, going around traveling and stuff, but I'm strictly doing rebel stuff, you know? Remind me, do they both know? About what? They're both in the rebellion. No, yeah, no, they talk about it. Mm-hmm. They talk about, like, she, like, Mon Mampa knows that she works for Luthen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, she knows, I mean, I don't think she knows that, like, she was involved in the heist, mm-hmm. but she knows that, like, yeah, we're doing rebel stuff together. Mm-hmm. Good sister stuff. Well, I mean, cousins. Cousins, sorry. Um, so we forgot to mention that they got uh, old girl. Oh yeah, yeah, Bix. Yeah, they got they uh they they got her, mm-hmm. and they used some uh, weird uh, noise ASMR it's, it's, stuff. I wouldn't say it's ASMR. I, I I feel like it's ASMR. I mean, we didn't we don't get to hear it, but I think it's ASMR. Oh, I'm just God. gonna I'm just gonna point that out because they're like, oh yes, we uh. We found this uh, group of aliens that, uh, when they die, they make these weird noises and they uh, mess people's minds up. So we decided to use that for a little bit. That's not how ASMR works, but sure. I mean, ASMR is just basically listening to a bunch of noise, right? Just like weird noise oh. that, that makes your brain feel ways, right? Fair enough. I'll give you that. Yeah. So you know, they yeah, yeah. they ASMR her to like uh, you know <laughs> to tell her to get all the information she had. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll I'll give you that. Um, uh, but yeah, no, she's being tortured, and like, there's a cool little cutway to to Andor's uh, situation, where you know, at this point, Andor's been in there for a couple of days now, mm-hmm. and like, he's just making 
do with what he has. Uh, but his line group has an old has an old man. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, like we said earlier, he has like 30, 40 days left. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, just trying to get him through. But he also is definitely uh starting to like show yeah. his age. Like he's starting to struggle a little bit. His hands st- starting to really hurt. Like he's just not getting in it. But at the same time, um, um, mm. what is it? Like at the same time, he really like you know Andor is like also just bonding with some of the other dudes like it seems like he's mm-hmm. trying to like plan some stuff at least in terms of like he's studying and you know how the prison works he, he's talking to some other guys sort of being like okay so there's only usually one guard that goes on that lift mm-hmm. maybe if we were to like just jump onto the lift ambush him take his gun we might be able to do something he's like are you sure kind of thing like he's he's already game planning some of this out like he, he realizes like, I mean, obviously I can't be here for six years. This is not how I'm going to live. So no, he's already no. game planning a little bit of like, all right, how do we do this? Because so far, yeah. it seems like it's an impossible mission. And even Andy Serkis is like, hey, don't, don't do this. Yeah, Andy Serkis is like, even though he is very much like, all right, we can work our sentences out and stuff, you know? But at the same time, he's like, there's no escape. Mm. The only way to escape is to work out your sentence. Like, don't start any trouble. Like, it's not going to work out for us. Mm-hmm. And Cassian is very much like, well, I mean, the only reason we say that is because it does seem impossible, but there has to be a way. I mean, like, you know, it doesn't seem like they punished us for just talking about this stuff in ourselves. Mm-hmm. So clearly, you know, they think that this place is so unescapable that we can't escape. But there's, there's a chance. And Aggie Circus is just like, eh, whatever. But uh, apparently... Uh, stuff goes down in the prison for a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's rumors about an entire uh, group of prisoners just getting wiped out. Mm-hmm. No one knows why, but apparently that's you know a rumor that's been going around, which definitely scares a lot of the guys, including Andy Serkis, because he's like, that doesn't seem right. Because not only is he thinking about himself, he's thinking about his men. Yeah. And, of course... Um... The the old man doesn't survive for long. No, he uh, he is old. He uh, gets pretty much. I think uh, they say he gets a stroke, mm-hmm. and they get the doctor to try to help him out. But the doctor is very much like, no, I ain't helping him out. I'm pretty much. I'm I'm all I'm doing is setting up so that he dies peacefully. Because mm-hmm. there's no saving this dude, which is sort of like everybody you know like uh, Andor and the and Andy Serkis's character are very much like. No, but he had, he had, like, he was so close. Yeah. He was so close to getting out, mm. you know? Because they were, like, trying, like, hey, listen, man, you, you got to keep going. You're so close to getting out and being free, dude. Uh, but, yeah, the doctor's, like, and, and, he, and he confirms the rumors as well. Of, like, you better keep your men in line because uh, there's now consequences. Mm-hmm. And as far as, uh, uh, you know, they're concerned, it's, like, no one's leaving. Even if they're like, you know. Yeah. Because I think that's what they said. Uh, that's what he says. Like, some guy was actually left, like, but then was brought back two days later. And then. Uh, yeah, for uh, even uh, just like like with a casting, a misdemeanor. Yeah, and then, you know, um, uh, the whole floor got killed off. Mm-hmm. So now, knowing that 
uh, Andy Serkis is fully on board with Andor's plan to get out. Like, and he's got the information too. Yeah, because you know, because Cassian's pretty much like, how many guards are there like on the floor usually in that stuff? And you know, at first Andy Serkis is like, that that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna get out. But now after that all that, that incident with the old guy, you know, I think his name was Olaf or something. Yeah. Uh, he's like, how many guards are there on the floor? About twelve usually. Mm. <laughs> That's I'm give like, or take. yeah, give or take, you know. So it's like, God damn. The immediate heel turn, like they they killed this guy. Mm-hmm. My, you know, this man who's been here had a couple of days left. Yeah. And now they're saying none of us are getting out, even if we work our sentences. No, all right, let's do yeah, this. We gotta get out. <laughs> so, from my understanding, the reason why they had they. Uh, Sent that dude back, and like, why they've been like cutting, like, killing some dudes because, like, I'm guessing one manpower and two, not enough room. I think so. Um, also, I'm pretty sure it just has something to do with like how the rules have been working now, like the new uh mm-hmm. protocols and all that stuff when it comes to like the uh sentencing and stuff. Yeah, like, it just seems like, yeah, there's no escape, you know, like, mm-hmm. I just how life is right now for the empire so yeah you know it's uh it's very much like you shout out luck mm-hmm. damn i don't know how to, that's uh that's that's really fucked if you think about it um but that's uh that's where the episode ends are we missing anything in that story beat um no not really um i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure we've covered a little bit of uh most of that of uh, what's happened so far mm-hmm and uh, so, what do you think about the show so far? I once again will say I am liking it a lot. It is mm. such a new take on Star Wars. It's a very we said it before. It's very grounded. Yeah, like it, it, we really get to see sort of like how the Empire works in this time of day. Mm. You know, those the rise of the rebellion and all those sort of like mm. different takes and stuff. You know. Uh, just, just seeing how this, you know, yeah, seeing a grounded, like, version of the Star Wars universe <laughs> is super neat to see. Because mm-hmm. usually we're just used to the, the big uh, theatrical stuff, right? And theatrical, yeah, I mean, also mean movie, but also like the, 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 the high-flying, the, the lightsaber battles, but here it's more like, yeah, we don't have any of that. We're, we're just regular people and we're kind of screwed. Yeah. Yeah, we we don't have a Luke Skywalker yet. Mm. We don't have that hope that he would bring, you know. Uh, But yeah, I think uh, for me, I'm really enjoying the show. I think the slow pace for me is a little like back and forth because sometimes I'm just like, oh, I'm very into it. This is like, oh man, this is a little slow for me. But not saying that's a bad thing because I usually tend to do like slow shows, but this one's a very, it's slouches. Yeah, I think, you know, like, it, it definitely is slow, but it sets... But, like, no, 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 when stuff starts going, you're like, oh, star, stuff is going. Yeah, because the heist episode, I think, is a big example of that. It, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of build-up and intense, and you know, like, mm-hmm. to the heist, like, is it going to work out, is it not? And then when, you know, that heist episode happens, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, stuff starts does start to fall apart a little bit. Yeah. And you're, like, wondering, okay, how the hell are all these characters going to get out? And, you know, it's very, like, most of them don't get out. Because not everyone is safe. But yeah, um, I'm very excited to see where it goes. It's nine episodes, right? 
Yeah, we're on episode nine, so uh, like I think it's 12, 12 episodes, or three more to go. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that turns out in later episodes. Uh, we might come back to this another game <clears throat> again with another big chunk because I think the way we're scheduled, it's gonna be a while. Uh, but yeah, guys, if you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to follow us on all social medias: Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Centurions. And we're most active on Instagram. We will find a link to the podcast sites where all, all the podcasts and sites we're officially part of, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all the like. And yeah, we also have a link to the YouTube where you can find our, uh, you know, YouTube channel and like, comment, subscribe. It's more of a video, uh, video version of this episode. And we also have a Patreon out there for basically we just have that up there just for funds. And yeah, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. It's been Andor. We'll see more when it comes out. It's me, your boy Eli. It's me, Joe. You guys have a good one. Peace.